Hey there, and welcome to another Health Essentials Podcast. I'm John Horton, your host. The ice cream freezer at the grocery store feels different these days. Sure, there are still decadent, ooey-gooey options to consider. There are also frozen treats that seem almost, well, healthy. The better-for-you ice cream market is booming, with low-sugar, high-protein, and dairy-free varieties available. And if you're the DIY sort, social media is filled with people raving about the benefits of homemade cottage cheese ice cream. But are any of these Nouveau ice creams actually good for you? To answer that question, we asked registered dietitian Julia Zumpano to come back and join us on the podcast. She is one of the many experts at Cleveland Clinic who pop in to demystify health trends and help us separate fact from fiction. So with that, let's get the scoop on this so-called healthy ice cream. Welcome back to the podcast, Julia. Uh, I, I always know we're in for a fascinating chat when uh, when you're with us. Thanks for having me. Well, today's topic is, is, is a really fun one because who doesn't love ice cream? Uh, but before we get into all the, the, the technical stuff, uh, I've got to ask you, uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Definitely chocolate or peanut butter chocolate are my two faves. It's, it's, it's definitely, it's hard to argue with that. Um, I'm, yeah, I always fall for those, uh, the, those seasonal offerings, kind of the apple pie ice cream in the fall or the, uh, uh, the creamsicle in the summer. Uh, but then I, I'm also, um, I, I will always go for just the absolute plain, perfect vanilla ice cream. There's just, there's nothing like it. <laughs> That's always a good way to go. Well, now, I mean, with all that, I'm kind of, uh, I'm, I'm craving a bowl of ice cream. So let's, uh, let's jump right into the, uh, the question we all have, which is, can ice cream be healthy? So I wouldn't classify ice cream as healthy, uh, but I wouldn't even classify it as unhealthy. So I think that's an <laughs> odd way to answer that question because there are so many different kinds of ice creams. So, you know, it, it's, you know, the, if you look at the simple, simplest ingredients to, you know, a, a laundry list of ingredients. So it really depends on what kind of ice cream you're choosing and, and whether it would be classified as somewhat healthy or not healthy at all. I think that we want to look at ice cream as a treat, an indulgence. So we don't need to make it healthy. We can just, you know, be accepted as what it is. And that's an indulgence and a treat and enjoy it, whether you choose a healthier ice cream or an unhealthier ice cream. Well, I, I like that you're leaving the door cracked open a little bit for those of us who want to consider it uh, a little bit of a healthier food. So I, I, I feel like, you know, I'm already off, we're already off to a good start. <laughs> um, you know, when, when we look at kind of the traditional or, or the, the premium ice cream, I, that's known for being higher in, in sugar and in fat and in calories, um, all things that kind of make it so yummy. Um, so when you, you switch course and kind of go to these low fat or no sugar ice creams, is it really making that big of a difference? So, I mean, it makes a mild or moderate difference. Uh, depends really on how much ice cream you're eating and how frequently. If you're having ice cream once every couple months, I don't think it makes that much of a difference. It's an insignificant amount of calories or sugar that may you may be saving. If you're having ice cream multiple times a week, then that sure will add up. So it really just depends on the frequency and the volume of ice cream you're consuming. Now, do, does the calorie count go down that much? Because I know in some of the things I read, it, it made it seem like there isn't that big of a variance between kind of that, those premium ice creams and, and some of these 
low fat sort of options that they give you? There's a small amount of caloric reduction. Um, there's a good amount of sugar reduction in some cases. So, but like I said, it really depends on how much and how frequent you're consuming it. So, you know, if you're consuming ice cream, you're, you know, it's, it's important to be mindful of calories and how much you're eating throughout the day. But if you're making that choice, I would say just, you know, make it wholeheartedly plan for it, you know, throughout your daily caloric intake or, you know, plan to expend, expend a little more calories. So go on an extra walk, take, um, have an extra workout that week. So just really plan around it versus getting so nitpicky on the caloric or fat grains. Cause I think that can, um, create more confusion and then, you know, kind of put you at a state of distress in the ice cream aisle, looking at so many thousands of different options and not knowing which one to choose versus just kind of choosing with your heart and your gut as to what you feel like and what you will really enjoy. And then understand what that does to your body and how you can adjust your daily needs and expenditure to be able to consume that and, and consume it with joy and happiness and, and confidence that it's a good choice, whether it's healthy or not healthy. Now, you had mentioned uh, kind of portion control too. And I know that's something I think we're all guilty of, you know, you get that scoop out and you start loading up the bowl and you really don't spend any time looking at the, uh, at the side of the container as to what a, a serving is or, uh, or you get one of those little bitty uh, containers and it just looks like something you could eat in one sitting. I, I take it that's something we need to be mindful of when we start digging in, uh, digging in ice cream. Absolutely. Ice cream is just a high calorie, high sugar food, regardless of kind of what it's stated as being low fat, low sugar, whatever the case might be. It's still not a whole food. It's still not something that we need to be consuming every day. So it's just an indulgence, a dessert. So we want to really be mindful of portion. A serving size is about a half of a cup, which is about an ice cream scoop. So if that's something you are consuming on a regular basis, I would really get the ice cream scoop out, get the old little um, glass half cup souffle dishes and utilize that, if, especially if you're going to have it on a regular basis. Um, if it's going to be only on special occasions, you could probably you know do two scoops on that occasion. But I would really avoid, you know, really piling on the ice cream because um, that's kind of defeating the purpose of even looking at calories or fat or comparison when you're really not even paying attention to portion. So I think portion is almost more important than what the nutrition label says. Well, I, I've got to be honest. I can't remember the last time I kind of stopped after one scoop. So <laughs> I think I, I need to show a little more restraint when I'm uh pulling out the container from the, from the freezer. Um, when we're looking at these, no, uh, no sugar options, um, too, um, is there any concerns with, with some of the stuff in there causing GI distress? I saw that could be an issue at times. Sure. Yeah. So, um, our most artificial sweeteners have some negative impact on your gut. Some people are more sensitive. Some people are not sensitive at all, but we just all know that non-nutritive sweeteners have the ability to disrupt your gut and maybe give you some gurgly uh, feelings, some gas, some bloating, some indigestion, um, maybe even diarrhea, depending on how sensitive you are to those. So you, you want to be aware of that. And, you know, it's going to be trial and error. I would certainly start again at that half cup, see how you're feeling before you increase. 
Um, again, the GI symptoms are cumulative. So the more uh, of the non-nutritive sweetener that you have, if you're negatively reacting to it, the more symptom symptomatic you'll be. So just keep that in mind. So, you know, most people are fine at a half a cup, but if they're doing two, three cups, they're really um, paying for it. All the more reason to have that portion control that we were talking about up uh, yes, a little bit. Absolutely. When we start looking at these new kind of health uh, trends that are coming with ice cream, one of the big things is um, they're, they're branded as having added protein. Um, can you really expect to get much of a boost from that? So some of the reason, from my understanding, to add protein would be to stabilize blood sugar. So protein and fat slow down the rate of glucose in your bloodstream. So when you pair protein, fat, and then some sugar, you're going to better stabilize your blood sugar than having sugar alone or just even fat and sugar alone. So I think that's going to help from like a blood sugar stabilization standpoint. Protein helps fill you up. It's very satisfying as is fat. So if you include some protein in the ice cream, the hope is also that you can consume less and feel more full. So, you know, from a satiety hunger cue standpoint, that can be helpful, certainly. Um, if you're looking to use ice cream as a source of your protein needs, that I wouldn't suggest. But it, if it is eating and adding to your protein needs, if you're going to eat ice cream anyway, then why not choose one that has some protein in it? That's not a bad idea. Uh, but I don't think the intent is really to help you meet your protein needs, but more so to stabilize blood sugar and hopefully um, make you feel more full or satisfied when you do consume it. Okay. What about this whole idea of adding probiotics to ice cream? I know that's a that's a popular uh, kind of a buzz thing, right? Buzz phrase right now. Everybody's into having probiotics. Um, is that are you really going to get much bang uh, for your buck out of that with uh, ice cream? Uh, my initial thought would be that there wouldn't be a lot of probiotic in there. So it's probably more of a marketing and selling um, ploy to get you to buy the ice cream. Um, I would prefer that people get their probiotics from foods that they can eat every day versus, again, something that we're only should be having on occasion. So, um, you know, getting it from fermented foods, yogurt, kefir, you know, sauerkraut, you know, things that actually naturally have some probiotics or prebiotics in them too. Um, you know, if, if you are consuming one with probiotics, it could be helpful in the digestion of the ice cream. So those who may have some trouble digesting ice cream, that's where that may help be helpful just for the immediate response after you consume the ice cream. And if, if in that case, it does help kind of minimize some of those gastrointestinal symptoms, then it could be mildly beneficial in, in an individualized setting. There's also a big movement I know towards uh, kind of dairy-free uh, ice creams, which, you know, we're seeing dairy-free, you know, milk or, or da I guess milk beverages kind of out like that. So it seems like it's a natural, uh, a natural bridge over. Um, is that a kind of a healthy direction for people to go? So generally dairy-free options have almost the same amount of fat and calories and sugar. Um, unless they've been noted to be reduced in those means. But, you know, there's a lot, a good portion of the population that doesn't tolerate dairy products very well. So it would be a great option for those who don't tolerate dairy, but do want to enjoy ice cream. So for that category, I think it would be a great 
option as well as those who um, abstain from dairy. Maybe they're vegans or vegetarians um, or do it maybe for religious purposes. Again, those that would be another great option for them. Well, it sounds like it just yeah, it opens the door, the ice cream door uh, for for more people. So, and that's uh, mm-hmm. I guess that that's a good thing, right? Now, here's something that this is a social media trend, which you know those are always uh, always kind of fun to talk about. Uh, but there is a thing now for cottage cheese ice cream, which mm-hmm. I, I got to be honest, I'm not looking to rush to try it. But have you heard? I mean, is is it a healthy thing to do? I mean, is it a legitimate sort of uh, way to go? So uh, cottage cheese ice cream is actually a lot healthier than any of the traditional ice creams you're going to buy, you know, in the freezer section. Um, You're preparing it yourself. You're able to use low fat or even whole milk cottage cheese, depending on what you want. Um, There's even lactose free cottage cheese. Um, A serving has over 20 grams of protein. And the only two ingredients in cottage cheese ice cream is cottage cheese and honey. So you're also able to control the amount of honey you're using. So if you're looking for a lower sugar option, you certainly can, you know, add less honey um, and it's very easy to make. So I actually love this idea. I love this option. I think it's by far the healthiest version of ice cream um, when compared to anything you're going to store by or buy in an ice cream parlor. Wow. So, So TikTok got one right. Yeah, I would say so. Definitely. <laughs> that, that doesn't happen a lot. I know we've talked over the years about a lot of these kind of crazy trends that come. So it's nice to know they hit the mark every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think if you base the two basic ingredients are the cottage cheese and honey, of course, you can add flavoring like vanilla, chocolate, peanut butter, chocolate chips, whatever. You're going to add more calories as you go along. But I do think it's really nice to be able to um, tailor, you know, your mix of perfect ice cream that you make. Um, adding certain things, you could, you know, add a protein powder if you wanted to, you know, and and certainly indulge in that way, especially knowing that you've used, you know, a, a better quality sweetener, you've controlled the amount, you're using a high protein base, um, you're making it yourself, there's no artificial ingredients, no colors, no dyes, no, you know, hydrogenated oils. I mean, I think it's a great option, actually. All right. So, if you don't want to go to cottage cheese ice cream route, which I know you you gave a big thumbs up to, what's another way? What else can you do to make some healthy decisions when it comes to eating ice cream? So it kind of depends on where you're eating it, right? So I like to recommend making eating ice cream or eating dessert a special occasion. So it happens occasionally, not on a regular basis. Especially if you have trouble controlling those sweets or desserts, I generally recommend not having them in the home. So, you know, maybe you go get ice cream every Friday with your family or your best friend or neighbor, whoever, you know, you want to enjoy that special occasion with. And, you know, I would recommend if you go out, you know, try to stick to a, a smaller a cone or cup. And, and if you really want to indulge, you can still do so because you know you're controlling the portion. If you're trying to be more healthy, I would stick to very basic flavors, um, which don't have a lot of additives. So you're going to get more calories when you're getting in sugar, when you're adding things like caramel or nugget or chocolate chips or cookie dough or any of those extra additives may add a little more calories. So, you know, your basic strawberry, chocolate, vanilla or basic flavors are going to be um, probably your good lowest calorie option when we look at regular ice cream choices. 
Um, if you are going to purchase ice cream, again, the portion control is key and, um, you know, keeping it pretty basic. You can also, if you wanted a little more volume, you could add maybe some healthy ingredients like some berries and some peanut butter or chopped nuts to it to add a little bit more volume. Um, so that might be helpful too at home to be able to like doctor it up a little bit. I would try to avoid those additional toppings like chocolate toppings or, you know, marshmallows or candy or any of those sprinkles or any additional sauces, all the, all the stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So again, I would try to avoid those additional toppings as much as you can and try to stick to healthy toppings if possible. And and even when you're selecting ice cream, and I think you kind of alluded to this, um, should you take a look or take a peek at the ingredient list and, and really just try to to go as simple as possible. I mean, just where you're seeing milk and sugar and, and just your basic things instead of the long, uh, you know, the chemical uh, words that are in there. Absolutely. I, I think that's really important. Um, you know, aside from just calories and fat, we know that, you know, processed foods create inflammation in our body and inflammation leads to disease. So, and not feeling well. So we know that all of those artificial ingredients aren't good for our system. So if we're going to be purchasing the ice cream, we're obviously going to be consuming it. Our family members are going to be consuming it. I would really get as simple as possible, the most simple ingredients, very basic. And then again, adding some healthy toppings on top. That's where I'm a big proponent of making your own ice cream, even trying the cottage cheese ice cream. Um, That's a good option. Um, there are lower sugar and no sugar added options that may not have those artificial sweeteners, um, just kind of being naturally sweetened um, with like maybe a honey or, you know, just fruit juice or something, another natural sweetener. Those are another good route to look at. So I want to look at more ingredients versus nutrition facts label. Really taking a look at what's in the ice cream is really important. Well, we've gone up and down the ice cream section in this discussion, Julia. So is there anything that we missed uh, when it comes to uh, this frozen treat? One thing we didn't talk about was gelato. Um, That's one of my favorite forms of ice cream. It tends to be a little bit um, naturally a little lower in fat. It's very rich. It's very creamy. It comes in a very small portion. It's very satisfying um, and typically very freshly made and natural ingredients. So that's one I highly recommend if you have that option close to you or you can find one at your um, grocery store. So gelato is another great treat that um, I tend to enjoy often in the summer. Well, who can say no to that? So, um, Thanks again for, for joining us and uh, I look forward to having you back, Julia. Thanks so much for having me. As much as we'd like ice cream to qualify as health food, It's just not. Ice cream is a treat, plain and simple. Don't be fooled into thinking otherwise. Till next time, be well. Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org slash H-E podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.